Well, it started out uh, the band apologizing because it was a rough day and the printer wasn't working and uh, whatever else was going wrong. I say we do that every single week. I hope, I hope there's nothing that works from this point forward. Um, if you've just come in and this is your first time to Project Salt, welcome. We're so glad that you are here. Um, we're a group of people chasing after God. Sometimes it's going to look organized and sometimes it's going to look chaotic. But our, our deepest desire is that we are chasing after the face of God. And so whether you've come in this place and you're fully excited and aware of who God is, or you would say, you know what, I just saw one of your crazy signs out there, or I somehow I ended up in here and, and I thought I was going to Starbucks and I ended up here. Well, goodness, uh, the coffee's free here. So we're glad that you're here, and I, and I guarantee whether you're seeking or whether you know who God is, He's going to reveal Himself to you. And I want to explain to you who God is. Uh, I can't really do that in one night, but I'm going to explain to you my very best aspects of who God is, because I guarantee every one of us in this room, if we can learn who God is and we can begin to understand Him more, and specifically the person of Jesus Christ tonight, He shows us how to live our life. He shows us that when sadness comes, what it means and how to deal with that. He shows us how to break addictions. He gives us hope in dark places. He gives us joy. And I see smiles on faces out here because that's what Jesus will do. He will put smiles on your face. So welcome. We're glad that you're here. Um, hey, I'm going to jump right in. If you have your Bible, then open it up to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5. This is the one, a one singular one verse that we're going to be talking out of tonight. So, uh, we also have our notes on version. If, if you have your techie phone, then you can pull that out and search for us on there. It's pretty easy. You might have to scroll over one page, but search for that. The name of this message tonight is He Is. He Is. What we've been going through since the beginning of Project Salt, which believe it or not is just over two months old, pretty awesome, what we've been going through is the I am's of Jesus Christ. See in the Bible Jesus says I am and then he says something and we get to learn a profound a message about who he is and how we can align our lives with him. Well, we've been going through those and this is kind of like the culmination, this message tonight and what we're talking about is he is. I want us, if we could, second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 5. Read it out loud together with me. If you have it on your U version or in your Bible, it says this. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. I want to read this one more time. A little more gusto when we read it out loud. Okay, you ready? Here we go. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Okay, if you've been coming here, we've been in the book of John. That's what we've been teaching out of. Then suddenly we decide to jump to one singular verse, kind of in the back of the book. What is this all about? Well, I want to tell you what this is about. And this is leading to a story of how my week has gone, okay? This is why we're jumping here. We have a thing called House Church, and Darian's been, been leading it for us, and it is absolutely incredible. I was able to go away on Wednesday for a day away, just me and God. It's really kind of cool. Really, I need to do that more often. 
And when, when I was away, I was praying and all this stuff, and we came back for our house church on Wednesday night. We meet every Wednesday night. Something was up this Wednesday, though. Maybe it was Joe. Joe was a little crazy, and that was fun and awesome. Um, maybe, maybe it was Darian. He ate spicy food, or I don't know what it was. But people came out, and the conversations, were, they were incredible. The Spirit of God was in our house church. And, and this is one of the verses that Darian uh, brought up and was teaching us. It's 2 Corinthians 4, 5. And, and when he was reading this, I've, I've read this, I don't know how many times in my life, maybe 10 million, maybe not, maybe like 50. I don't know. I've read this verse a lot. Wednesday night, though, there was something really, really special with what Darian was teaching, with how many people were at house church and what was going on and what God was doing with me personally at this time. So because I guess I'm the pastor here, this is what we're talking about tonight, right? I am going to piggyback and shamelessly rip off everything Darian said on Wednesday, and I'm going to claim it as my own. How's that sound? Huh? Yeah. So, 2 Corinthians 4, 5, I want, to read, I want us to read it one more time. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Here's a little cool story. It has nothing to do with this, except this is a Bible verse. On, on Friday, I thought, you know what? No, no it's going to be cool. We need Bibles at Project Saul. Right? You know, some people show up and don't have a Bible or left theirs at home or whatever that may be. And, and I'm thinking, we need to buy these Bibles. And so I go to all these websites to try to find uh, these Bibles. Uh, come up and I get a price. I'm like, ah, oh, that's expensive. You know, Bibles are expensive. Yeah, they're real expensive. And so I, so I just randomly, I just post on our Facebook page, hey, if someone's feeling very generous, we need 48 Bibles. Oh, in the realm of $300. You know, just chunk change, stuff like that. Forty-three minutes later, they were done. Forty-three minutes later. Uh, that's the body of Christ at work. Someone way down in Texas decided, you know what? I'm going to buy these Bibles for Project Saul. Is that the body at work? Absolutely. Some of us have different parts and different talents. And John can play the drum. I use him all the time. Tasha on, on that cello thing amazes me all the time. Allie on the piano. I try to play piano. I cannot. Jeremy, I won't even talk about his voice and his talents and skills. And, and um, it, that's, that's talent. I'm so glad they have that talent. They get to bring that in here tonight and lead us in worship. That's great. Well, I have a message, so I get to do that. Jared's back there running all the sound and all the lights and everything. He's doing his part as well. Someone made coffee. Someone put out the signs. This is the body at work. Someone bought us Bibles from Texas. This is how it works. See, this body thing is really cool. So if you're in here and you're feeling lonely, stop it. Stop it. Get involved here. Get involved in a church that's teaching Jesus Christ because when you're part of this family, it's alive and it is real. Well, I want us to look at this verse. We're not deviating from this verse. 2 Corinthians 4, 5. Let's read it one more time. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. I want to look at this. Why don't we preach ourselves? Because it says we don't preach ourselves. So why don't we preach ourselves? I'll let you kind of come up with your own conclusions on this one. May I give you my little perspective for whatever it may be worth? Okay? I've tried life on my terms. 
Have you? I've tried living life my way. Can I tell you how that ended out? It didn't turn out so well. I've tried living my way. I've tried being the best person possible. I've tried following all the rules. I've tried saying exactly what I'm supposed to say and wearing exactly what I'm supposed to wear. And I've tried everything. But you know what? It didn't turn out so well for me. So as these disciples are teaching right here, and they're talking to 2 Corinthians, the church of Corinth, they're saying this, For we do not preach ourselves. I just have a hunch that they've tried life on their own, and they know it's not going to work out for them as well. Right? How about you? Have you tried living on your own? Have you tried, have you tried saying, look how good I am? How did that turn out for you? Who? Let's go to this next part. For we do not preach ourselves. But, I like those buts, those are so good. Jesus Christ as Lord. So who? Who do we preach? Jesus Christ. He's the one that has redeemed us. That's a big fancy word for rescued or saved us. Because we've all tried life on our own at some point. And we've all hit a wall. I can guarantee that. We've all come to the point where we realize life on our own is not going to work. Life on our own is full of chemical addictions. Life on our own is full of sorrow. Life on our own is full of a bunch of junk that we've created. And we are not created for that. We're created for Jesus Christ. So who do we preach? We don't preach ourselves, do we? We preach who? Jesus Christ. Because He is the one and only that has saved us. Let's go on to this. What do we preach? If we look here. But for Jesus Christ is Lord. And what do we preach? We preach ourselves... Paul and Timothy's talking right here. We teach ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. So what are they teaching? They're teaching Jesus Christ and as disciples, as leaders of this church, they're going to Corinth and they're saying this, we want to serve you. And we want Jesus' name to be known in this place. We want Jesus' name to be known in your life. If Paul and Timothy are the leaders of this whole Christian movement, and they come to this church that's messing up, don't you think they have every right to kind of stand up and say, follow us, do this now? How do they come in? They come in, and they're servants. Wow. Is that kind of, that, that's kind of the culture of America, though, right? I mean, we're, we're kind of taught to just, you know, wake up and serve people, right? I mean, we're, we're taught to go to work and just serve people and take the lowest job so everyone else can have the better job. I, I mean, you know, we're taught that. Uh, we're taught to, to just spend minimum and, and, and dress in bland clothes so everyone else can have nicer clothes. And, aren't we taught that? 
This is so countercultural for everything that I've grown up in. Everything I've grown up in is said, you have the nicest clothes, you drive the nicest car, you do the best that you can do, you claw your way to the top if you have to because life's about you and you feeling good and you chasing after your dreams and you being a man-made or a man-made man. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Living the American dream, right? Ah, all the way to the top. This whole servanthood thing is scary to me. It's scary. When was the last time you lived for someone else? When was the last time you laid everything down for someone else? I want to look at just these two words, these last two words. Jesus' sake. Jesus' sake. Underline that, star that, do whatever you need to do, but pay attention to these two words. We've been going through all these I am's the last two months of Project Saul. And we've been learning about who Jesus is and how to align our life with Him. And that's been incredible. I've learned some good stuff, you know, preparing messages for this and, and everything. Hopefully you guys have been learning about who Jesus is. But I ask why. Why have we been doing this? And I want to quote a little song. And I think it, it, it really gives us a good definition of why we've been doing this. It's Charlie Hall's song. I don't think he originally wrote it. But these are the words I want to quote. It says this, All of life comes down to just one thing. All of life comes down to just one thing. That's to know you, Jesus, and to make you known. life comes down to one thing. It's to know Jesus and to make Him known. If we walk around with an American mentality of it's about us and you are here to serve me, how are we doing? If we walk around and say, look at me and look what I've done, which gospel are we preaching? Are we preaching ours or are we preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ? Wow. All of life comes down to one thing. It's to know Jesus and to make Him known. Here's a question, and I want you to think about it. If you're following on your version, you can answer this as well. Here's the question. How is the story of your life, what's happening in your life right now, how is the story of your life intersecting with knowing Jesus and making Him known? Your life, everything that's going on right now, the goods, the bads, the uglies, the things that make you excited, the things you're scared about, everything about it, where you work, where you go to school, what you do for hobbies, what you spent today with, how is your story intersecting with this gospel and how is it intersecting with knowing Jesus and making his name known? Last week we asked the question, if you're following after God, Everything begs the question, how does this bring glory to God? So, this water. How with this bottle of water can I let Jesus' name be known? Everything in our life should beg that question. I want to go into a story. Aaron Haven's time. How's that sound? We moved here in July. Our whole family, a couple families, came down here. 
Then we had then we had Darian. We had the Burns family join us a little later. We moved down here with the purpose to do what? To start Project Salt. This wonderful church. I've got a lot of church experience. We all have grown up in church. We have church experience. God laid Greeley on our heart. We're excited. We moved down here in July. We do preview services. We do all that. Then then January comes. January is awesome because that's the point where we decide, all right, let's start meeting every single week on Saturday nights. So we start meeting every single week on Saturday nights. It's been fun. It's been great. It's been a fun journey to this point. Then I hit this week. Like Saturday night, we did that, you know, last Saturday, and, and I taught, and the worship was incredible, and it was a great night, and then I went home, and I think I watched a Red Box movie or something, I don't know, Sunday, I don't even know what I did, and just kind of hung out, I love Sundays, because it's kind of like having a Sabbath, a day off, it's really incredible, it's, it's kind of biblical and everything, so, so here I am on my Sunday, and then here comes m- Monday, and I don't really know what happened. I really do not know what happened. This has been the hardest week that I personally have had since moving to Greeley. It was a very hard week. Anyone else have a hard week? Okay, let me ask a more common question so we can have a little more interaction. Has anyone in this room ever had a bad week? I will point you out if your hand's not up, okay? Bad weeks are common. They kind of happen. They're kind of normal. This was not a normal week for me. It it was a bad week. And I couldn't really put my thumb on it. Ever had one of those? I mean, it's not like I woke up and my cat was dead. I mean, I don't don't have a cat, so that would be kind of weird. I mean, it wasn't like anything catastrophic happened. It was just one of those weeks, and I quite honestly feel like it was just a spiritual attack on Aaron Havens and on my family and on Project Salt and on you. Because Satan didn't want you here today. And so I feel like I was wrestling for you. I feel like I was asking God, God, what do you have for me to say tonight for you? Because you're sitting here. And I felt this weight. To the point where finally on, I think it was Wednesday. Tuesday night, canceled all my appointments that I had for Wednesday and said, I need to take a day away. Because something's up, and I don't know what it is. Can I tell you confession is a pretty cool thing? Can I tell you being honest is a very cool thing? Because it lets us all know that we're normal. I applaud Garrett for last Saturday night, if you were here. He stood up and told his story. And he confessed, and he was vulnerable, and he was honest, and I felt human. I didn't feel like a mess up. I felt like, oh, good, someone else is messed up. Everyone in this room is messed up. And Garrett, thank you for leading the way and confessing and getting that out in the open because it gives us all permission to do that. Well, i got to confess to you. I've cared too much about Project Salt. Wednesday, I woke up. I thought, oh, this is going to be a great day. Me and God, we're going to figure some stuff out because something's not right. Got in my car. Drove that way. Towards the mountains. Ended up in Poudre Canyon. Is that, is that what it is? Poudre Canyon? I ended up taking a two-hour nap on top of this mountain. Got sunburnt. 
God was showing me so many cool things. I'll just share, I'll just share one of them that happened that day. I was driving back. It was a long day. I was feeling refreshed and tired all at the same time. You know, feeling like that I've spent a good day with God. Like he needs one singular day set aside. It's kind of weird. He needs my whole life, right? But I purposed that day just to hear God. And I remember earlier thinking, God, why, why have you brought me out to spend a day with you? And I was thinking some profound thing he was going to tell me. You know what he said? I just wanted a day. I just wanted a day with you. And I felt like such a hypocrite. Because I stand up here week in and week out, tell you about being, right, right? But I'm human as well. Oftentimes my identity switches from being to what I'm doing. Being the pastor, right? Ooh, such a good thing, right? And here's God just saying, Aaron, I just want to be with you today. And here's the little cool story. I'm driving back, feeling refreshed and tired, and, I'm, and I saw a guy with a wood, a wood splitter drive by. And I'm thinking, oh, I want to go camping, so I want to get some wood for my family. And I was thinking, I wonder if I find an old farmer that will help me work with him all day, splitting wood, and then I'll have my portion of wood for free. And, and whenever we go camping, we could use this wood. And you know, I'm trying to think of creative ways to not spend money because I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> and I'm driving, and I, and I turn down all these random roads, and I'm kind of lost, but I don't care. It's a day away, right? And I turn. Literally when I'm thinking this, I see a sign, and the sign says, free wood. A pile of wood. I'm like, isn't that just like you, God? How many times have I ever seen this? Free wood sign. And especially the moment I'm thinking about this. Awesome. Thank you for providing wood for me today. It was just kind of like a dad. Knowing that he could buy ice cream for his kid. And his kid wanted ice cream. And he knew that the ice cream wasn't good for him or her. And he still bought it for them anyways. Because he could. And I felt like my dad, God, gave me a pile of free wood that day. You ever been there? Man, it was beautiful. How is the story of your life intersecting with knowing Jesus and making Him known. Are you preaching your gospel? Because I gotta tell you, the gospel of Aaron Havens is terrible. You don't want to hear that. The gospel of Jesus Christ? That's good. That's real good. I'm going to ask you two questions. How have you served people this week? You've been praying for people. You've physically been serving people. It's kind of like a doing question, right? Here's the better question. Why have you served people this week? fits to be a better person well kudos you're a moral person why have you served people I hope it's not out of obligation I hope 
you've served people out of a deep love for a king, your king, your dad. And I hope it's been an honor for you. If we are alive in Christ, we can't help but radiate His love. We can't help it. If we are dead and going through the motions and caring more about Project Salt than Jesus Christ, it will fail. Can I get an amen on that? If you care more about you than you do a king called Jesus Christ who's created you and everything that you know, guess what? It will not turn out good. You agree? This is good stuff. So we do not preach ourselves because that stinks, but we preach Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. I challenge you wherever you're going from here and however you're listening to this message to serve people, to love people out of a dying relationship, a gnawing relationship with Jesus Christ. Because there's people in Greeley that are addicted. There's people in northern Colorado that are blinded and going through life and they don't have answers. And we do. We do have the answer. Jesus Christ is the answer. Is He alive in you? Is He radiating in you? If He is, the world will know it. If not, it's fake. And it won't last. It's kind of like this. Have any of you ever had a friend that lies, just lies all the time? Yeah? No? Yeah? And it's kind of as soon as they start telling a lie, you want to slap them, don't you? You're like, I know where you're going and it's not true. And you just want to to slap them. If you're not speaking the truth out of a relationship that's in love with God, people will sniff you out and want to slap you because it's fake. They want to see your life changed. They want to see it in your eyes. They want to hear it in your voice. They want to see it in your hands. And they want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, not how good you are. Amen? Oh, this is good. Jeremy? We need you up here. I would like us to to go into a time of honestly spending time with God. And I don't know where you're at in your relationship with Jesus Christ. You may be searching. You may be in love with Him. You may be on the fringe. I don't know where you're at. You know in your heart. This is our time right now. This is your time. Let me make it specific to you. This is your time to wrestle with God. This is your time to make God's name known, to stand up, to clap, to shout out how awesome He is. He loves to hear the praise of His people. And if you're in love with Him, praise Him. Praise Him. So I want to go into a time. I'm going to give you some options. One, obviously, they're going to be leading us in in worship. There's going to be lyrics on the screen. Maybe you need to sing them out. Maybe you need to stand up and clap. Maybe you need to walk around. Maybe you need to lay on your face and cry and confess like Garrett set us off to do. Thank you. 
Maybe you need to get right with God over in the corner somewhere. Maybe you need to sit there with your head bowed. I have no idea. In the back are three tables. They're identical. On each table is communion. In communion, you can take the piece of bread and dip it in the grape juice, and it's very symbolic about what Jesus Christ has done in your life. He's died for you. He's covered our sins and our mess-ups. He's given us life, and we remember Him in that. And that is such a cool thing to do. So maybe tonight, you'll be doing communion. There's boxes back there. You can drop your tithe in there. Can you worship with your tithe and your money? Absolutely. You can give joyfully unto the Lord. Maybe you're going to do that. Maybe you're going to go back there and you're going to write prayer requests. Maybe you're going to go back and pray with one of us. Um, Maybe you want to talk about who Jesus Christ is and find out more about who He is. I don't know what God's asking you to do today, tonight, but this is your night. And I pray that you don't leave here the same that you came in. I pray that you're on fire or you are tortured because you don't know who God is. So let me pray for us. God, continue to let your Holy Spirit pour in this place and stir each of our hearts and our minds. Align us with who you are. May you be glorified. May you be praised because you're worthy of everything. You're the creator of everything, Lord. I pray tonight you move in every single one of our hearts to the point where we have to respond. We can't just be like we've always been. May you be known in our hearts. God, all of life comes down to one thing. It's to know you and to make you known. Thank you so much for our life.